sometimes we forget uh, the, the begets. Uh, a couple weeks ago we had the, the, uh, the list names of the apostles, and I, I said at that time it's hard to preach on, on a list or hard, hard to preach on names. The hardest is, is like um, uh, the uh, vigil mass of Christmas when we have the so-and-so begets so-and-so. Uh, but it's important when we have those lists to kind of pay attention. And one thing that is uh, really amazing when you do pay attention is that you begin to see a pattern. One is one is King Ahab was an evil king. And we, we've heard his story lately. Somebody's not happy. We've heard his story lately of how he and his wife Jezebel uh, sought to put to death uh, Naboth because Naboth wouldn't give his vineyard and all that stuff. Ahab, uh, Ahaz wouldn't listen to the prophet Elijah at all. Uh, refused to listen to the prophet Elijah. And so Elijah, uh, filled with the power of God, spoke prophecy against him, telling him, Syria is going to destroy you. And Ahaz was asked, ask for a sign. Oh, I will not ask. I will not tempt the Lord. And suddenly he gets a conscience. But Ahaz was a wicked, wicked man. But then you have Hezekiah. Hezekiah is his son. And Hezekiah undoes everything that Ahaz does. As evil as Ahaz was, Hezekiah was holy. Ahaz was told he was going to die. Yeah. Hezekiah was told he's going to die. Lord, I've served you faithfully and wholeheartedly. That's all. He's not begging for his life. He's not begging. He's simply faithful. And the Lord says, I've heard your prayer and I'll give you another 15 years. Hezekiah uses those 15 years to prepare the people for the uh, Assyrian onslaught. There is a tunnel uh, yet in Jerusalem, Hezekiah's tunnel, that you can go through if you're, if you're not afraid of uh, the dark and not afraid of uh, claustrophobic places. Um, I'm not claustrophobic, but I was starting to in that particular cave. And it was in order to provide water to the city. Hezekiah understood, and he prepared the people. But even more important, Hezekiah in today's uh, first reading said, what is a sign? Remember, Ahaz was told, ask for a sign. Nope. Hezekiah wasn't told to ask for a sign, and he asks, what is a sign that I should go up to the temple of the Lord, that I should go and worship? You see the difference? Hezekiah was a man who understood that the Lord is merciful. Hezekiah is a man who understood that, as king, that he had a very important role, and he was still faithful, committed to listening to the Lord. Today in our gospel passage, we have... Uh, first, uh, you, have to, you have to laugh that the Pharisees would pick something so nitpicky as picking grain. You know, the, the, uh, we don't have any proof that any of the apostles were farmers, but as uh, fishermen and people of the land, they, you know, I've seen farmers walking their fields of wheat, and they instinctively just grab, uh, grab some wheat. I've seen farmers in their soybeans grabbing a soybean plant when it's closer to harvest, just testing it out, seeing, you know, testing it out. And they're, oh, they're breaking the Sabbath. And Jesus says, no. And he uses these two, two passages. Uh, the one might be a little obscure to us, but uh, how they ate the bread that was placed 
in the temple in front of the Ark of the Covenant that only the priests then could consume that bread because it had become holy. Or how the priests serving in the, in the temple on Sabbath do not break the Sabbath. And Jesus reminds them it's mercy, not sacrifice. These two are not diametrically opposed, as we sometimes think, but mercy is giving what is needed. Sacrifice is giving what's required. Jesus wants us, God wants us, to give what is good, what is, ne- what is needed. And God gives us what is needed. Hezekiah understood that. He could have offered sacrifice, but he begged instead for mercy. So too should we, even as we come to this uh, afternoon sacrifice of the Holy Mass, to know that it's mercy that the Lord desires, and more importantly, mercy that he gives.